Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Nun Bet. We will begin on Nun Bet. We will begin on Nun Bet Amud Aleph at the words Verbiosi Amalach. But before we do that, let's just review the three opinions that we have over here. So we have the first opinion of how where the of the path of the Kohen Gadol to the Kodesh Kodeshim is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Now Rabbi Yehuda holds that they walk in in between the Menorah and the Mizbeach, and they walk in this side, which is the south side. We should put that up here. Okay. And you walk in, the, and the, he, according to him, the entrance is on this side, on the south side. According to Remeyer, they walk in over here, okay, which is in between the Shulchan and the Mizbeach, and they walk, the entrance is on the north side, they're walking in like that, okay, and they walk out this way, okay, is that clear? Then finally, there's Rabbi Yossi, who walks in between the Shulchan and the wall, and according to him, also the entrance on the north side, and... Uh, and of course, you come out over here as well, according to him. Is that clear? Yeah. Now, the Gemara is now going to have the comebacks of each rabbi to the other one's opinion. Okay? So, says the Gemara. Good, we're clear. Rabbi Yossi Amalach. What will Rabbi Yossi say back? Because if you remember, we just said that the reason why we, we were talking about Remeir, and we said that Rem, we asked why does Remeir walk through here? Why does he follow? Why Rameir? doesn't he go straight in? And we said it's not nice for him to walk straight in. Okay. So Rabbi according to Rabbi that you walk straight in. It's not nice to walk straight in. Why are you doing that? So he says, "Halavin Yisrael shelo hitzichana katuv v'shliach." The Torah is, the, the Jews are close to Hashem, and therefore Hashem does not require them to have even a messenger. They can talk to Hashem straight. And therefore, they're allowed to walk right into the Kodesh Kodeshim. According to Biosi, it is fine. It is respectful. Especially because he says there's only one current. So like... To walk right in, yes. Now, asking my Rehudanami, Ne'ul ben Minorale Kotel. According to Rehuda, why does he say you walk like this in between Menorah and the Mizbeach? Let him say you should walk in between Menorah and the wall. This blue line, instead of being here, should be here. This is the Gemara. Mishchore Maneh. So the Gemara says that if he walks along the wall, he will get, he'll get his clothes blackened because the, the Menorah has... Oil, it's an oil burning, big oil burning, so the, the walls are dirty and they can get him dirty. Okay. Amar Natan. So Natan says, Amat Raksin, thank you so much, uh, Harry. Appreciate that. Amat Raksin, this that we had an Ama in between. We'd like to welcome Shlomo Shaya to the class. Welcome, Shlomo. Okay. Good morning. You don't look quite as good on the on the Zoom as you do in person, but okay. 
Now, uh, we're discussing now the Amah that's in between here. If you remember before yesterday, we said that the Amah in between the Kodesh and Kodeshim and the Kodesh, right? So we weren't sure. The reason why we said we have a, a, a two parochets is because we weren't sure if that Amah belongs to the Kodesh or the Kodesh Kodeshim. That will now become the discussion. Okay? So let's come on. Amar Rav Natan. Um, Rav Natan is... <coughs> Right over here. Okay. Um, four lines down. Amar Abedatan. Amat Laskin. This Ama that they used to have a wall in between. The rabbis couldn't figure out if it was like the inside, like the Kodesh Kodeshim, or Kilchutz, or like the outside, which is the Kodesh. <coughs> so it sounds like we think right now that the that that space was supposed to be either in the Kodesh or the Kodeshim, but we don't know which one. Matkifla Ravina, so Ravina asked the question of Natan, why would the rabbis not be sure? If you want to say the reason why the rabbis are not sure is because of this following Pasuk, which says, The house built by King Shalomor, it says that it was 60 amot wide, 60 long, 20 wide, and 30 high. And it says, It says that the Hechal was 40 amot in the front. Right? And it says that behind the wall was 20 by 20 by 20. So it sounds like the whole thing is 60. And the question was, since we know that this part is 40 and this part is 20, so our question is, is this Amma part of their their 20 and there's 19 other Amot? Or this part of this 40 and there's 39 other Amot? So that's that question. According to this, you'll know right away. If that's true, then I'll say, Why don't I answer you and say, Who told you that it's part of the 40 or part of the 20? Maybe it's not part of either. And they're just extra. And when we said that the whole thing is 60, it means 60 amot of usable space. But the ama in between is not counted. How do you know? Who told you that the Pasuk said the whole thing? We know this is 40, this is 20. Pasuk said so. And Pasuk says this is 60. But how do you know the Pasuk that 60 is talking about 60 amot total? Mm -hmm. Perhaps 60 amot of usable space. And if so... Welcome, Ivan. And if so, maybe it's really 61 amot or 66 amot, and it's fine. How do you know? Okay. We're not measuring the walls, the outside walls, exactly the outside walls and everything right. Teda says, Rabbi, I'll prove it to you from a different writer. 
Whenever we count the walls, we count it separately. How do we know? We learned it in Mishnah. If you want to know where we are, if you just got on Yosef, we are... The first word line is Lididei on Nun Ben Amur Aleph. Titanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Hayechal Me'ah al Me'ah Biru Me'ah. The whole Hechal was a hundred by a hundred by a hundred. Hundred. Where's the, what's the third hundred? Height. Yes. What? It was two hundred a month. Hundred. I mean, I mean two hundred feet. feet. Yes. Kotel Ulam Hamesh. Okay, so the kotel of this wall was five. Let's put them over here as we go along. Five hundred. Five, five amot. This wall is five. Okay. See if we get this thing. Kotel ama kotel ulam. This is ulam. This is the ulam is like the the entranceway. Entranceway, yeah. Okay. Ulam is five. Then you have ulam achadase. This is eleven. Okay. Then you have Kotel Echal Shesh. This is six. Okay. The corner is six? The, the wall. Oh, this wall. Six amot thick wall. 12-foot thick wall, yes. Oh, wow. Now. Six amot thick. Yeah, yeah. Six amot thick. The wall was six amot thick. 12 feet thick. 12 feet or 18 feet thick, correct. It's like from here to here thick. Right, that's how thick the wall was. Wow. This whole room wall, thick. Okay? That's very thick. And this is 40, like we said. Okay? So 6, six and 5 is 11. 11, 22. 40 is 62. Right? Vahamat Raskin... And this is an amah that we know. This is the thin wall. Okay? And 20 amot that we got. Good? Hold on, we keep losing my spot. Kotel ha'echal shesh. This is six. Thickness. There's a ta afterwards. It's shesh. What's ta? It's like a compartment. Okay. And then the wall behind the ta is another six. Is is no, it's five. Sorry. So there's a compartment inside the kodesh machine. Behind the kodesh machine. So you get it from outside. You get it around from outside. Oh, so so how, outside. How deep this is six, this is five. That's six. The compartment itself is six, and the walls are six and five. Okay. All together, it's a hundred. So it comes out that the only way it adds up to a hundred is if you add this one. How does it come out then? Well, for, you want to add it up? Let's see. This is 22. 60, 60, 62. That was, oh, are you going that way? 22, 62, 
uh, leave us out. Then you have 20 is 82. And then you have 12 is 94. 99, one is 100. So it's only 100. But that 11, is 11 almost thick or just the distance? Thick, thick, and 11, 11 open, right? So, and we said 100. So it's only 100. With, so we know that the 1 is not part of these 2. So what's your question? Well, it says, no. The question was, we weren't asking whether this was part of, the, of, of this and there's only 19 other ones or whether this is part of this and uh, 39 or, or 19. We know that this is 40 without the 1. We know this is 20 without the 1. The question was, the place of the 1, of the 1 wall is it holy like the 40, or is it holy like the 20? It wasn't whether it's, it's part... Wall. I understand, but the holiness underneath the wall. The wall's going to become holy like that? Well, no, the difference will be, because in the next place, when there's no wall, yeah. is it Kodesh or Kodesh? That's why you have to make a thing. So if it was part of, if it was part of the Kodesh, then... So then how does that fix him? That's a question. It's like, he said, oh, check the 20, check the 40. If it's none of that, then... Because we had thought that it was part of the... We had thought we that there was... Either part of the 20 or part of the... Oh, right, and, and then we could figure it out. But in the end, the end that's what? not true. We're saying that it wasn't part of either. The question was it, was, it was definitely independent of the 40 or the 20, but we don't know how holy it was, and that's why we have to make a, 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 curtain, a curtain, double curtain. Okay? So the banana okay. Yes. Says the Gemara, V'hainu uh, da'amar Rabbi Yochanan, this is what Rabbi Yochanan said, by Yosef Ishhutzel, the rabbi called Yosef Ishhutzel asked the following question. It says, Udvir sham et aron It says they put a partition in the Beit Hamikdash to put the aron. Ikel Ibailu asked the question. Hechi kamakra. What does the pasuk want to say? Doesn't say udvir betocha bayit that there's a a, a a partition inside the Beit Hamikdash. Mipnima hechel etitan sham towards the inside, which means there was a partition, and then inside the partition, he put it, he got it ready to put the aron there. Or dilma hachi kamar udvir betocha bayit pnima, and there's a or it doesn't mean to say is there a partition which is in the the kodesh kodeshim. The first way to say, again, the Pasuk says, Udbir, there's a partition, mepinima. So there's two ways to understand the words. Either the Dbir, which is the partition, is in the house, and Mipnima, and put a comma after that, there is a partition in the house. So, the, so, the, if, so if so, the partition is really part of the 40. Right? The Dabir is in the house. And Miprima, and inside you have the Kodesh Kodeshim. You put that on. So the Dabir is outside. Or you put the comma the other way. Udbir betocha pay Miprima. Put the comma after Miprima. The Dabir is inside. And you put it inside. So again, there's two ways to explain it. Depending on where you put the comma, that'll decide whether the area of the, of the one where the, where the partition is, how, is. How does that work only? doesn't really happen in English so much, no? It's like pretty self-explanatory. I don't know. Well, in Hebrew, it makes a big difference because there's no commas and you have to know where the comma goes. It's 
like very. Uh... So therefore, we want to say that Yosef Itzhutzel, who wasn't so sure which where to put the comma, was asking our question of, is this area in here or in here? The Kedusha of here or there? Mm-hmm. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Good. Now they're going to ask an interesting question on that question. Right now we're saying that this guy, Yosef Yitzhutzel, wasn't sure if the comma will go here or there. We're going to note that this Rabbi Yosef Yitzhutzel, who has four other names, okay, he's known as Yosef Yitzhutzel, he also has four other names. In one of his other names, he is quoted as having five comma questions, which means in the whole Torah, he's known to have five comma questions, where the comma goes, and each one makes a difference what, what the pasuk means. And one of those five questions is not this Debir question. Mm-hmm. And therefore we're asking, what, he wasn't sure? I thought we have him quoted as saying that there's five comma questions and we don't know what the pasuk means, and none of them are this, and it's the same rabbi. Okay? You ready to see that inside? Now, we'll go a little slow. I'm going to explain the, the five commas quickly. Okay, what the five, two sides, okay? Outside and inside. Um, I'll do it outside, but we'll just, let's go, we'll, we'll go through it, no, we'll go through, first we'll do it inside and we'll go through one at a time. Oh, okay. okay. But it doesn't show, it doesn't show the Pasuk, I'll tell you from Rashi, okay? So the first one, oh, let's, let's, let's read on the bottom of, we're on the bottom of Nun Ben Ralph. So, Vatanya, didn't we learn to the bright, the two lines at the bottom, Isi Ben Yehuda, Omer, Isi Ben Yehuda says, there's only five Pesukim in the Torah. And we don't know which way to turn on this one. We, don't, we can't figure out where the comma is. What are them? The first one is Se'et. Look at Rashi. The word Se'et is talking about when Adam, when, um, when Hashem came to Cain and he told him you did a sin. If you do good, Se'et. Will carry it. Now, there's two ways to understand it. That means if you do good, we'll forgive you. Or se'et, imlotetiv. Or it means se'et imlotetiv, which means put the comma before, again, imtetiv, comma, that's good. Imlotetiv, se'et imlotetiv, and you're going to carry it if you, don't, if you don't do good. So, again, one way to go is if you do good, Se'et, you, then I'll carry it. Yani, I'll forgive it. Uh-huh. Or, imtetiv, comma, se'et, imtetiv, you'll carry it if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't do good. Doesn't that kind of come out the same way? I didn't say it, but we don't know which, it comes in, but we don't know which way the word se'et is yeah. going. Okay? Or, meshukadim. Now here's a pasuk that says, uba menorah arba givim, talking about the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash, in, in, in the Mishkan, it says, there are four givim, there's four poles, meshukadim. They're engraved like almonds, kaftoreo for the haya. Now we don't know if it's referring to the cups or the knobs, which means it says that they're engraved like almonds. Uh, is that the givim are engraved like almonds? Or it's the kaftoreo, the knobs are engraved like almonds. We don't know. Okay, that's the second one. Number two, machar. Pasuk says, Vayomer Moshe Yoshua b'chal anoshim. Hashem told you, Moshe told Yoshua, select us people, v'tzeh and go out, hilahem b'amek, and go fight with Amalek machar tomorrow. 
Now, one way to read it is, Go fight tomorrow. And, and, And I will say Rosh Giva. The other way to read it is, No. Go fight with Amalek right now. Tomorrow I'll go, I'll go up, because today, today you're good. Tomorrow I'll go up on the mountain. Again, even Moshe is saying, I'll go up on the mountain today. I'm sorry. He's saying, go fight with him tomorrow, and I'll go up tomorrow on the mountain. Or fight with him today. And I'll go, today you won't need me to go pray for you. Tomorrow I'll have to go pray for you. Two ways to understand it, and we don't know which one's right. The last one is, Vikam. Pasuk says, you know which one it means? How do you know? No, no. On this one we know Moshe Rabbeinu was Machai. It couldn't be that. It's like it was two different days. Moshe Rabbeinu was going up and, and, and Yosha fighting. Maybe Yosha fought the, the first day without Moshe's help. And the second... We know that Moshe Rabbeinu was standing there praying while Yosha was fighting. That, maybe that was the second day. How do you know what day that was? Moshe Rabbeinu was raising his hand. They were winning. That was the second day. I know it says that. Maybe that was the second day. How do you know? Oh, that's good to know. I'll tell the Gemara that you know. Benjamin knows. Why you, you don't know? I'll try not to ask. <laughs> don't ask a question if the Gemara is not the Gemara is no, not sure. You're allowed to ask, but you're, you're you're assuming that it was the, it was a certain day when you didn't give me any proof that how you know. You're saying, of course, Moshe was there. I already told you. Okay. The Gemara is not sure. You have to, if you have a proof, you have a proof. Tell me, ah, the pasuk that says what's next day. Okay, I'll buy it. But you just tell me that's what I always assumed. Okay. okay. Assume otherwise. Right? Um, Arur, there's one, or the Pasuk Arur, which says, <coughs> Shimon, the Pasuk, when, when, when Yaakov is talking to Shimon Levi, says, Shimon Levi Achim, Be'apam Harguish, in their anger they killed a man, Ubirtsonam, and in the, with their will, Ikru Shor, they uprooted the Shor. Now the next Pasuk starts, Arur Apam, cursed is their anger. Now, this is a hard one. I knew that this one, Binyam could actually ask a question because there's a soft pasuk there. You end the pasuk after, before the word apam. So it sounds like, mm-hmm. and with their, Anger. with their will, shore, they uprooted the shore, which we understand as Yosef HaSadik. They, they sold Yosef. Then, cursed is their anger. That's the standard way we read it. Yeah. Their understanding, the other way to understand is, and with their will, they uprooted the cursed shor. If they're talking about a cursed shor, they're referring to Shechem, Shechem, the, the, guy, the guy who they killed. Shechem, the guy who, guy who abused Dina, they uprooted him. They did. Yeah, so it could be it's referring to that. We don't know whether, whether the word arur is referring to curse their anger, or it's no cursing the shor that they uprooted. Two ways to understand. Uh, is there a sopasuk more like a kama? I would assume a sopasuk is a very strong kama. So here you see that even a sopasuk is it was a no. question on on Rosh Hashanah. One more, the same thing. Vikam, the pasuk says, "Vayom el Hashem el Moshe." This pasuk is actually not here. You can't see on the side. I'll just listen to me read it. Vayom el Hashem el Moshe. Hashem told Moshe, Behold, you're going to lie with your fathers. means you're going to die. And this nation will get up and stray after other gods. Now, the word vikam could be, the way we read it now, 
The word vikam is talking about the Jewish nation. The Jewish nation will, after you die, will get up and serve other gods. That's one way to read it. Or, if you put the kama after vikam, ignore the sof pasuk, and put the kama after the kama, it goes like this. Behold, you're going to sleep with your fathers and get up. Meaning you'll have tichyat amitim one day. And then it says, Whatever. So if you do it like that, Pasuk is not, the word vikam is not referring to the Jews doing sins, but rather Moshe doing tichyat amitim. Okay, again, we don't know which one. Wait, so there's not a guarantee as tichyat No, but... Is this pasuk a guarantee to Chetatim for Moshe? Oh. Okay. This pasuk says Vikam. If it's referring, to, if, it's, if the Kam is after Vikam, it's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu and it's Chetatim Pasuk. If the Kam, if the, if after the word Shochev Ma'avotecha Kama, and then it says Vikam Ha'am, it's just talking about the Jews after Moshe's death are going to get up and do Avodah And the word Vikam is not doing Chetatim Good? Good. So he's not sure about these five. Vitanya, we learned in the Brighta, who Yosef is Hutzal, who Yosef Abavli, the same guy Yosef is Hutzal, who's not sure about these five things, is also known about Yosef Abavli, Isi ben Yehuda, Isi ben Gurariye, Isi ben Gamliel, Isi ben El, and Umashimo, Isi ben Akvaya. So we see from here that all, even though the guy has all these names, one of them is Yosef Ish Hutzal, and Isi ben Yehuda. So if this guy has only five things he's worried about, so then how can we throw in ours? See. You're telling me he's not sure about ours. Ours is the sixth one. Answer Gemara. All those fives are pasuk in Chumash. Isi mm-hmm. ben Yehuda has five things he's not sure about the commas in Chumash. In Navi, he's got more. And the pasuk that we're talking about oh, was a Navi pasuk. And therefore, it's not a question. Simple answer. Uh, Complicated question, very simple answer. That's, uh, that's a good answer. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I have to remind the Gemara that Musi Srugo agrees with this answer. And I'm sure that all Ravina and Ravashi who wrote the Gemara are now appreciating that Musi gave his approval. <laughs> Yesterday they wanted to have appreciated. <laughs> Says the Gemara, I just heard a sigh of relief. You heard that sigh? All the Tanaim Moraim are now happy that Musi approves. Okay. <laughs> Says the Gemara. You're telling me that in the Oraita there's no other cases? What do you mean? In the Torah also there's another one. They had a question. Basuk says, but when the Jews, uh, this Basuk is talking when the Jews got the Torah. It says that he sent He sent the, the youths of Bnei Yisrael, the Bechonim, to do korbanot. And they brought olot, kivasim, lambs. And they slaughtered sacrifices, shalamim, korban shalamim, lashem parim, bulls. So we want to know, Do we say that the word olot, they brought olot, kivasim, are the lambs, and the zivachim were the bulls. Odilma, idi idi parim. Maybe they were both parim, which means, 
ね Let's see if we can read it. Vayishlach. Um, Where is the pasuk? Here, pasuk Aleph. Vayishlach et naare b'nei Yisrael vayalu olot. Or you can read like this: Vayishlach naare b'nei Yisrael vayalu olot vayizbechu zvachim shalmi l'adai parim. That's one way to do it. Or vayizbechu olot kama, which. Which were which were lambs? Those were still lambs. But it was the shlamim and the and the shlamim were only parim. So we don't know if the korban ola and the shlamim were both cows bulls, or was the olas kivasim and the shlamim were bulls. We don't know. So you see, you weren't sure. Rav Chista wasn't sure about that. So you want to know the reason why? So we're asking a question. How can you tell me there's only five pesukim we're worried about? Look, there's another one. This this bulls one is is, is number six. Even in the and this one's in the Torah. And it's going to know. Yeah, Reb Chista wasn't sure about that pasuk with the limbs, but but Isibar who didn't know about it, and therefore he wasn't he wasn't misubak about it. When we said Isibar who had only five, that's only Isibar who not Reb Chista. He's he's got a few other ones. Okay, Chazak Baruch. He should have asked him while he had the chance. Now I don't know which way Isibar who really would understand it. Doesn't say that. Right, we don't know which way he would yeah. go, but we know he just wasn't sure. He was sure. He, he knew. Right, good. Says the Mishnah. You ready for the brand new Mishnah? Shlomo Shai, you with us? Excellent. Let's go. Says the Gemara. Okay. Hachisona ha'ita pirupa min It says here that the outer curtain was open from the south. Now, That's this is going like one of the rabbis. Which rabbi are we going like? One, correct, it's going like Rabbi Yehuda. Because only like Rabbi Yehuda, the curtain was open from the south. The other two rabbis are saying it's open from the north. Okay? It's attack on them, no? Well, it's a, the mission is going like one rabbi. It's fine. Not, they're all, they're all Tanaim, no. All the tanaim. No Tanaim, they not attack. Right? Upinimit minat safon. The inside one was open on the north, the outside one on the south. So the Kohen Gadol would go in through them until he gets to the north. Okay, so again, he's walking till he gets to the north. Right? So when he gets to the north, then he, once he gets to the north, let me get my thing back here. Okay? Once he gets to the north, he turns back to the south again. And he gets right back over here. Okay? He goes with the parochet on his left. Now note, how is the parochet going to be on his left? Because if you went up here and then you made a 180 to turn south, are you with me? Yeah. He makes the 180 to turn south. Now which, the parochet is now on his which side, right yeah. or left? On his left, that's what the mission is saying. Parochet on the left, good. No, no. Again, he walked in between no, no, to the north. He's saying is a parochet, the inside The inside one. one. Both of them. They're both on his left. The, the front one is not. No, no. He, he's, he, no, we're we ready. He went to the entrance. He went in between the Amot all the way up here. Okay? And then we said he got to the north and he turned around to the south this way. 
Now, as he's walking to the south, to the middle of the thing where the Aron is, at this point, the curtain is on his left. Is that clear? No. We finished. He exited from in between already. Because again, the entrance was on the south. He walked in on the south. He walked up to the north. And then he made another 180. So he had two 180s. 180 this way. And another 180 this way. And at this point, it's on the south. It, it, the, 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 sorry, the curtain's on his left. Clear? Okay, good. Now... He gets till, till he gets to the Aron. Okay? So the Aron is here. That's a good question. When he gets to the Aron, he puts the, sh- the, the coals with, the, with the, the, the shovel with the coals, he puts in between the two poles. Okay? I thought it was just a rock. Good, the Gemara is going to ask that question. Very good. Because if we're talking about there's curtains and there's a rock also. Excellent question. Very good. I'm glad you're up, Musi. That was much better than the last approval that you gave. Okay? <laughs> okay? Says the Gemara, right? <laughs> he piles up the ketorah on top of the coals. And the whole place gets full of smoke. Yatsah, he goes out. He goes out the way he came. He pray, yes, and he prays a short prayer in the outer chamber, meaning in the Hechal. He wouldn't pray too long, not to scare the Jews. We don't want him to pray too long, because if he prays too long, everyone will be scared that maybe he died in there. But if he already came out. Well, he's over here, but no one's allowed to be here when he goes in there. Lo, no, one's, no, no one's allowed to be in there when he goes in. That's what soup we said. Remember we had that last week? Remember that, right? Yeah, but then he already came out. Once he's he's out. out over here. But no, one's allowed to, no, one's, no one knows when he got out. Right? No one knows what he's doing. He's doing his own thing. But it doesn't take so long to check the toilet. That's why nobody... Understand, the reason... Because nobody was with... Allowed to be here when he's here. That's why nobody really. That's why they have to make him swear in the beginning. The reason why they make him swear that he's not going to change is because they'll never know if he put the ketorah outside and walked in with it on or not. Because no one's there when he walks in. You got it. We have to trust him. We have to make him swear and hope that he won't break his swear. Because even though the guy guy might be at Stuki, he's not going to go against the swearing. Because even Stukis have to keep their, keep their word when they swear. Okay. Versus, but my asking, now the Gemara is going to ask Musi's question. Mabruk Musi. If we're talking about the first Beit Mikdash, Mihave Parochet, there was no Parochet in the first Beit Mikdash. In the first Beit Mikdash, there was a wall. El Mikdashini must be talking about the second Beit Mikdash. Mihave Aaron was the Aaron second Mikdash. Vatani we learned in the Brayta, Mishin Ignaz Aaron. They put away the Aaron Kodesh in the first Beit Mikdash. Nignaza Imo. One of the things that, during the first Beit Mikdash, at the end of the first Beit Mikdash, they put away the Aron because they were afraid it would fall into the hands of the Kazdim, of the, of the Babylonians. What else, the brightest, what else went with him? Number one, the jar of man that Moshe Rabbeinu had hid in the desert was put away. And the flask of the anointing oil from Moshe Rabbeinu was put away. 
And the stick of Aharon that sprouted almonds was put away. And the box that the Pelishim sent as a present to the Jews. We gave that box that much. What? We gave the box that much, like praise. Yes, because that box was when Hashem sent the Aaron to the Pelishim. When sent the Aaron to the Pelishim, Pelishim all ended up getting sick. And they ended up having stomach problems and hemorrhoids. And they sent a, a golden hemorrhoid to the Jews as kapara. So that was a sign of how the, the greatness of Kaisel, that we have that on, it's good for us. And when the Goyim take it, it's bad for them. So we kept that in the Aron the whole time. No, but they were not, these were not in Aron. It was next to Aron. And all these things were separated, right? We shall, all these things we put away when, 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 we, set, when we were ready. Vishlachtem otov halach. Umi ganzo. Who hid it? Which, which king was the one who hid all these things in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yoshiyahu. Mara Ashikinaz. Why did he hide it? And Ashikinaz, he saw the Pasuk says, Yolech Adonai Otecha Vet Malkecha Asher Takim Alecha. It says that Hashem will take you and the king that you put on you as captives to another land. And he said, Oh, I don't want the, the Goyim to get their hands on it. Ahmad Viganzo, so he got up and he hid it. Shneemad. He told them, Put the Aaron Kodesh in the house that Shalom built, Ben David, Melech Yisrael. You're not going to have to carry the Aaron on your shoulder anymore. We're going to hide it. Even though they weren't carrying it, but that thing that you used to carry, the Jews, the Levim used to carry, they don't carry it. Why would they carry it? In the, in the Mishkan, they used to carry. Not during Pesach. you want to do it anyway. But he's saying the thing that you used to carry, you're not going to carry, and we're going to hide it. How, okay? did, how did you just have? How was you just allowed to go inside the Jewish tradition? Take it out. Good question. I don't know the answer. Okay. Now, once we talk about hiding this, we're going to talk about hiding other things. But also says, it says, How do we know? that they put away the jar of man, because it says the word shama, and it says the word shama, which means, it says the word shama, I'll meet you, that, that Hashem says, I'm going to meet you, in the Kodesh Kodeshim, and it also says the word shama, by, when the Tadem shama, omer, you have to put an omer, into the, into the man, just like the, the one was hidden, so too the man was hidden, now, once we learn from the man, so we're going to make exactly from the man to the oil. That's how we know the oil got hidden, the oil of Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? It says the word, that you should hide the man, and it also says the word dorot by the oil of Moshe Rabbeinu. So we connect it to that, and that's also hidden. Also, the stick of Aaron is connected to the oil. It says by the oil, it says the by the by the stick of Aaron. That's how we know all of them were hidden. So we have again, we're stuck with a question: which Beit Hamikdash is this? Is it the first or the second? It doesn't make sense. That's Musi's question. It says Le'olam really It's really the second Beit Hamikdash. So if so, why does the Mishnah say you got to the Aaron? Well, there is no Aaron. Makom Aaron. It means the place of the Aaron. Everyone's happy with that answer? You should not be happy. 
Because it said in between the calls. Why are you not happy, Ivan? It said in between the calls. You are happy. Oh, come on, Ivan. Because it says in between the poles. But listen what Moose said. But it says in between the poles. In between the Okay. It says he puts the shovel in between the poles. It means like where the poles were. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Sabah, the code, five lines on the bottom of the page. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen, Amen.